0: Hi and uh, welcome to episode uh, 36 of the MC podcast. Appreciate you joining us today. Today we've got uh, Lynn Crabtree back in the studio. Welcome, Lynn. Thank you. Good. So I think Lynn and I we're going to discuss a few things about corn silage and the uh, and the bargain that corn silage really is for the, for the guy who's growing growing his own. And also uh, we're going to be talking about. Uh, looking at feeding for components with a flooded milk market the way that it is and and margins being so tight and profitability being so tight we're just gonna kind of talk through guys you know what they need to be looking for as we uh, as we feed for for more components higher protein and, and, and higher fat so that's where we're at today so uh, appreciate you guys listening
1: in so uh, so Lynn anything new since the last time we talked you know it, it's just uh, it, it just seems like, that I had expectations that as I got older and I got closer to retirement age, okay. you know, that things would begin to slow down. And, I, you know, and that uh, <clears throat> it's not that you and, and other leaders of the company haven't picked up. Um, haven't picked up a lot, lot uh, of, of the things that I, that I do on a regular basis, right, right. but I kind of expected that that was just going to, I was going to be able to kind of coast into retirement right, right. and it ain't happened yet. You know, Really? I mean, oh, it's just busy as so all get we, out. You're saying we still need you around. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe it's <laughs> that you need to pick up even more <laughs> of the pieces. I that, think it's, I think it's the fact that we're, we, we've got more pieces to pick up. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. That's the point. It's, it's, uh. Uh, it, it's a good thing, you know, that that, that uh, business has has been and as is as successful as it is. Um, but uh, it's um, it's 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 constant and it's ongoing and, and it and and it moves fast. It is, you know, one one new thing that
0: I that I think that um, that we haven't really talked about yet and mentioned is the fact that uh, Scott Harris, who was our national sales manager, you know, with the new things that we've got, um, new things that we've got going on. He's uh, he's no longer our national sales manager, is he? No, he is not. He he is no longer he is still with us. Okay. He is still with us, but he is now an international sales manager. Yes. And and so he is he is looking at the international markets and and moving uh you know high quality corn silage uh in into the international arena. It's something that he has he's 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 been working in for for about a year or so now, but but now we've we we see a need for for him to completely kind of go
1: that way. You know, it's a it's it's been a, a blessing for us. Uh, you 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 can't just. I mean, this is not anything that our that our that our, our listening audience would know. But you can't just go out of this country with any type of corn genetics. Right. Um, you you have to own that that material yourself to be able to go out there. So we've been blessed. One of the few companies that have our own materials that we can, that we can put together the kind of hybrids that we can, that we can develop for different parts of the, of the country or different parts of the world, different geographies, different, different landscape. And so, um, that's been something that's been going ongoing for the last several years in R and D preparing for this. And now it's coming to the day where it's, you know, to fruition and Scott is involved there. And, uh, and it's something that uh, that for for a lot of folks that know Scott, something that he's been asking for. Yeah. You know, for uh, yeah. for a while that he wanted uh, he wanted that position, and so uh, he is uh, he's going to fill that role now. He is. He is. And, and so, consequently, then to- we had to find us a national
0: sales manager, and Toby Shreve is is moved up there. Toby's been with us for what a couple years now, mm-hmm. and um, maybe even longer than that. I think maybe three. Somewhere in that neighborhood, because he was at the old office. Is this our third year here? Yes. Okay. So he's he's been he's been here for 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 about three years and working um, working in sales, and um, and so very capable. Both of those guys very capable, very good. Uh, good, you know, sales director type guys. They're or, very
1: capable because Megan Norris is in the sales department. Very true. Very true. Megan Me- Norris and other very good people, but Megan Norris is keep, that person which, in Southern Illinois v- vernacular, keeps the wheels on
0: the bus. Keeps the wheels on the bus. No, <laughs> she she's good. She's good. And you're right. Um, and she keeps she keeps them she keeps them where they need to be. Uh-huh. So, uh, but yeah. So those are those are some those are some changes, some exciting changes, some good things going going on here at Master's Choice. I, uh, to kind of to kind of kick this off as we talk about corn silage being a bargain, I just want to I want to start with this. I got a uh, um, I guess it was Kevin. Kevin was at I don't I don't know what store he was at, but he sent a uh, he sent a, a picture and a text message the other day, and it was um, it was a milk it was milk case and it was whole milk, and it was a dollar a gallon. Okay. Now, if I go to the store here in in um, and I don't know where it was at, I don't know if they had an excess surplus after Christmas, and they were just getting you know trying to get it gone before it went out of date. But but I still thought, man, you know, a dollar dollar twenty two a gallon. You what know. a bargain! What a bargain! Yeah, I, I think right now it's like three three and a quarter at, at the store. Maybe maybe two ninety eight or something. Um, Mandy usually does the shopping for <laughs> us. You know what I mean? Thank goodness! He's, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because for some reason, kids can't live off of corn chips and cheese dip. And I, there's and, and there's five of those children yeah, that exactly, Mandy needs exactly, to shop for. Us, exactly, so yeah, exactly. And um and and so i just i just quickly did the calculation on my phone because you know when i do calculations in my head i don't Denmark, always get those right yeah. but but at a dollar 22 a gallon that was uh $15.25 a hundred you know and i'm just thinking my gosh you know and and i think uh i think price right now is floating in the 1650 range somewhere around there for for class 3 and mailbox price is is a little bit is a little bit higher, but I'm just thinking, you know. And in his text message said, "I guess the milk market really is flooded," and 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 the truth of the matter is there is a lot of milk out there, and um, and so what are you know when we look at this for guys, you know, we are looking at corn silage being being a bargain, and um, I just kind of want want to know what your thoughts are that on that, and, and, and what 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 you're thinking as as we go into this kind of flooded milk market.
1: Well, you know, uh, we 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 are. We are leading a corn company, you and I. Yeah. And so <clears throat> we we would have every reason to be partial to, you know, anything that is that is that is leading with corn. So if I'm listening on the other end of this thing, I'm going, you know, well sure they're gonna say corn, corn is great. But right. you and I are both nutritionists. Mm-hmm. And so we we I was you know, I, I learned how when we back in the day when we were when we were discovering master's choice, you know, and, and the, the difference in starch digestibility, I got pretty good at making cows sick, right? you know, right, and, right, and boy, right. you know, you, yeah. full-blown acidosis yeah. <laughs> on a herd, you got an unhappy camper on right. your hands, you know? Right. And so, you know, there's a, there's a, there's, there's reason to have, there's, there's reason to have Limits caution. There's there's reasons not to over abuse anything, uh, and and so I think that there's some of those things that we can talk about. But I think the the basis for an for any argument that we would come up with on corn silage, its value to the farm, yeah. you know, and I think that I think that you kind of called that a bargain on the farm. Yeah. and the reason that corn silage is such a staple across the across the globe, you know, is that corn the, that that corn plant has the ability for 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 almost unequaled yield right okay right so you're, you're talking about well you know, and
0: especially in the in the amount of time uh, absolutely absolutely in the amount of time
1: well you're you're looking at you know r- regardless of time what in, what other crop out there is going to give the potential for eight to ten tons of dry matter Right, you know. In, yeah, in, in one harvest. Tw- 25, 30 yeah. tons in, of corn silage is very typical, you know, yeah. in a lot of the area that we service and, and eight to ten tons of dry matter, even on on a any perennial crop or or or, or combination of crops is still, you know, really hard to beat. Yes. Combine that with the fact that you, you that you're growing that with the most stable part of the growing season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of double crops that we would come up with, and I'm a double crop fanatic. Right, but a lot of double crops we come up with can be can be influenced largely by weather you know, planting times, harvesting times, you know, growing, growing times, but the best part and most dependable part of our growing season. And, and, and for the guy who had a tough growing season last year, he don't want to hear that. Right, right. But it is typically, you know, I mean, it, it's all about risk and reward, right? right? So typically he's got the opportunity to, to hit most years with that corn crop, a crop that's going to be maximum kind of a yielding crop. Couple that with the milk per tons that come off of—I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the yield. I'm just talking about the, the, one, the, what's the energy, one ton. The energy, the
0: milk-making potential per, per that ton the, of, of feed.
1: The milk-making potential for that ton of feed is rivaled by very few other right. crops. Right. So you've got the one that's the, that is the that, that is the most dependable to grow. Mm-hmm. You've got the one that is maximum yielding, and you got the one that is maximum in terms of its right. potential to make milk. So you've got the basis for success. Now, here's where it gets a little more sticky. We begin to argue considerably over what makes the that what maximizes that efficiency. You know, our, our friends that in 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 with BMR corn, you know, have have claimed, you know, that that they can make more milk. Uh, that's a claim that we can that we could we could uh, argue. Yes, uh, yes, because we have many times at national events scored yeah, higher in the, in milk yeah, per ton than the BMR corns Absolutely. Had.
0: And in and, and yeah, we've scored higher, you know, our milk per tons at the at the Ford Super Bowl have have been have been better than most most of the time the average of the of the BMR class. And and sometimes even even a single even one of our milk per tons is higher than the best BMR. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So, so I think that that not even our, our our friends who who are who are recommending BMR would would begin to argue that that a brown midrib corn could outyield, or be more stress tolerant, yeah. or more or 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 less dependent on moisture fertility than what a standard corn would be. Right. And so you know there's there's a lot of lot of argument that we could come into whether that you know whether the f- whether the fiber was more digestible, whether the starch was more digestible, whether the percentage of starch to a particular grain was, you know, was what it is. That has been your, it was originally my job at Master's Choice, and then you picked up that responsibility. What does it take to maximize that efficiency? And we have, over the years, put together a testing protocol. I think you call it your index. Yes, yes that you use to be able to identify that, those things within a corn silage that are going to maximize milk production. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we've got the basis for what it takes to be, to be a bargain in, in, in the industry based yeah. off of what it brings to the table, yield, quality, you know, consistency, dependability. And then when you begin to look at, at the fertility requirements – you know what goes into that crop, the inputs that a farm puts into that corn crop. I think that I think that, and I've heard this argued, but I, I can't r- j- rationalize what they're saying. For what you get, that corn crop is 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 one of the most efficiently raised. You're right, right, yeah, yeah. When you
0: look at when you look at cost of um, of what it costs to to raise pound of dry matter, a pound of dry matter, you know. Um, Per acre, it 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 it's really not that expensive. You know, and and guys and guys will talk about you know, guys will talk about um you know, oh well your seed corn price is way too high. When you break that seed corn down seed corn price down by by you know by tons, uh by tons per acre, it's minuscule. Yeah. It's 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 sense. It's 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 a few cents
1: but it's the one know? thing that's very obvious to a I producer. Agree. I mean it's a, it's it's the bill. It's one of the most obvious bills that he's paying. Yeah. And and he's got a half a dozen or maybe a dozen guys out there that are trying to sell him a bag of corn and and they all may have a little bit different price on it. Right, so right. The, the, the thing that is the thing that is the crucial element and and I wish I could I wish people could see this from the level that you and I see it the crucial thing out here mark is is your selection process that you're using to select that hybrid that's going to bring that maximum efficiency right you're looking for a lot of starch you're looking for the very very high level of starch digestibility and you're looking at fiber digestibility a very high level of fiber right. digestibility and then you're working with a team of folks that have that have as a you know as an absolute in their system this these hybrids that we bring to mark that are nutritionally enhanced can't be affected in a negative way by yield. They've got to be. They got to have the best agronomic features, and they've got to yield with anything in the marketplace. Yes. So we, we you're right. We we have we have developed a, a system around here to be
0: able to breed and select high quality corn silage. Uh, and and industry leading corn silage. I mean, there's no doubt about that in my in in my mind. And yeah, you know, you, we we talk about we talk about the index, and it's a it's the the milk production genetics MPG index. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we we are we are selecting those hybrids based on 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 several characteristics, um, and and ranking them, and, ju- and and judging them, and selecting them based on those that are, that are the top ranking, not just in one category, but, but in several, but in several categories, you know, we, we talk milk per ton and milk per ton is, is, is a good starting place. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but milk per ton doesn't take in all of the tests. And we've said this before, you know, doesn't even take in all of the nutritional testing that we're doing these days. And, um, and so, so, you know, we, we've got to look at all of those things and, and yes, we've been able to We've been able to de- to develop this um, this selection index, that is that is to me. I, I mean, I, I work with a lot of people across the country, and I don't see anybody else have, that has anything like this. And in fact, a lot of the corn companies that I talk to, and that's one of the benefits of of working for 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 Master's Choice, is that I you know the lead the lead ruminant nutrition group. Uh, com- um, the lead ruminant nutritionists in in other corn companies don't get to sit down with the breeder and say this is what I want. Yeah. This is what I need. They don't get to select hybrids. They 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 get to they they have to go into a pool of what's already been bred, what's already been selected, what's already been commercial and they say, "Okay, these are these are the ones that are that that are the are the best." You know, that's not the we.
1: That's not the way we do. You're in the. You're on the ground floor developing those. On, on the ground floor developing and, and, those. And R and D comes up. It's kind of deflating for R and D. They came up with. They come up with several great hybrids every yeah. year. I mean, they're making tens of thousands of crosses. Yeah. And so they come up with several great hybrids every year. and and, and they don't cut your mustard. And you're. You know, Gone. it's yeah. out, it's out the door. That, that's disappointing for them.
0: Well, and, and consequently, we also have the the other side. For me, I, I'll I'll be looking at a hybrid, and I just that's love right. its nutrition. Yeah. And and they'll be like. Mark, nope. it, no, agronomically, it's doesn't just. Meet it. she, yeah, she she doesn't meet the the high agronomic standards that they set.
1: Here's the thing that I wish everybody could understand. Okay, here here's here's the reason why you do that. Here's the reason why you cooperate with a great team on 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 the, on the breeding side, agronomic side, to make that hybrid happen. We we test hybrid, and 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 I agree with you. You you're, you're using twenty some odd layers of of tests to determine that that yep. ultimate so that you can pinpoint how that corn silage is going to feed. Right. And and milk per ton isn't that guy. It's an indicator, it's an but indicator. it isn't that it's guy. It's an indicator. But it's used it's used globally. Yes. yes. Okay. So so taking milk per ton, we see samples coming into labs in in any number of labs mm-hmm. that that that, that those things vary a little bit from lab to lab, but they come in anywhere from 2,700 pounds of milk per ton to 3,700 pounds of milk per ton. We've even had some in come in at over 3,800 pounds of milk per ton. But there's a 1,000 pounds of milk per ton between some of the least samples, least quality samples, and best quality samples that come into the lab. Yeah. Okay, now it's all corn. And it was all growing out there, and it was probably green at some point, yep. and it all got chopped at some point, and it was probably an ear on it, so they all kind of looked the same. But there's a thousand pounds of milk per ton yeah. difference in them. Now, here's the deal: fifty pounds of milk per ton pays the seed cost. Right, fifty pounds of milk per ton. Now, if 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 they could see what you do and how you do it, and the and the and the and the and the, and the challenges that you go through to make that happen, and then all the feeding tests that you run to substantiate those that testing yeah. protocol that you have they would realize that that 50 pounds of milk per ton is is a, such a small thing that you're you're working for I'm I'm you're working for building silage that's going to hit a farm and is going to be super bowl quality Yes, you know yes. world class quality, quality. Yep. getting up there in that 35 36 37 maybe 3800 yep. pounds of milk per it, ton
0: it's 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 almost um I, I almost blush and shy to say this, but you know, used to thirty five hundred milk milk per ton would would kind of oh this is good stuff. I you know now I'm just like oh okay well it's thirty five hundred milk per ton okay you know yeah. I mean I I've, if if you know I, I'm I'm looking at thirty six thirty seven thirty eight you know I I, w- I want I I want to be able and you know and we talk about. We we talk about the 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 MPG index versus milk per ton, and and they're and they're they're two different beats. They they really are, you know. I um with the MPG index, I'm not look I'm not predicting how many tons of milk. I'm just looking for the ones that that are that are going to make more milk, and and the index shows me. Um, for every ten points on the index, there's a, a pound and a, and a quarter of milk. We 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 proved that through feeding feeding trial and tests that, that that this is the way the index works. So so I'm looking at those that are going that are going to make more. Um, so 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 looking at it again, you know it's it's apples to oranges when you look at the index to 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 the um, to the milk per ton. But I I can guarantee that the that the highest indexing corns are are going to have. Are going to have some of the highest uh, milk per tons, corn. and um, and I'm and I'm and I am, you know, nowadays. I don't. I don't even really get excited until I see a 36, uh, fifty or thirty-seven hundred milk per ton. Okay, but get this. Okay, back
1: up and get this.
0: I'm, 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 I'm skewed. Is, I, that I, was my point. I, I, I'm skewed. A bit. And
1: you're thinking there, and and that's great. But but you you have it's taken you years to be yes, able to come to yes, an understanding where you exactly get all right. of that. And we've got viewers out there that are hearing this for the first time. And what 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 they need to get to is average milk per ton. is thirty-two hundred. Thirty-two hundred. Okay. So there's a lot of folks that are well below that, you know. Yeah. We we there's a lot of farms that 27, 28, 2,900 pounds of milk that are aren't up to average. Right. But if you take the average farm at thirty two hundred pounds, thirty five hundred pounds, that you're laughing at, yeah, that pays all a man's expenses. Oh yeah, that pays oh, yeah. the land rent, yeah. that pays the fertility yeah. bill, that pays the seed cost, that pays it all. It does. You know. And so if if we can move them from here to here, what difference does that make in terms of their profitability? And then what can that bring back exactly. in terms of the original your your original thing here what is the value of that corn silage on the farm it, it not only brings those foundational things into play but we can be so good at it that it is it is even that much more efficient even that much yes. more of a bargain
0: and and i agree and and i agree and I, that was you know my point was i've kind of i've kind of gotten skewed on 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 this stuff and, and and bringing it back down i mean if i can get a guy from from you know milk uh corn silage that's 3200 milk per ton to 33 I mean, you know, not he, Not only has he paid his seed cost, but he's, you know, he 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 is starting to 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 maybe get to see some light at the end of the tunnel. And and with higher quality corn silage, it, it is a bargain, because here here's the here's the thing, it really doesn't take much more much more input money to move that that milk per ton to move that quality. It, it it doesn't, it just, you know, it just, it takes, it takes the thought and preparation and understanding that this, and the goal of this is where, this is where I'm going. Yeah. And this is, and this mm-hmm. is what I need to do, you know, and it doesn't, it doesn't take a whole lot more to, to be able to do that. Right. And, um, and that's where the, that's where the bargain is. Yep. That That's where the bargain is. It doesn't take a whole lot to, to move from 32 to 3,500 milk per ton. It, it doesn't. It, it doesn't take, it, it maybe takes some tweaks and some changes in management and some understanding of when I need to harvest. But as far as input dollars, it, it probably doesn't take many more input dollars. guy's to get using there.
1: the same corn planter. Now, uh, you're going to have him back down the populations a little him bit. Yeah, back down
0: the populations probably. So.
1: Um, yep. The guy's going to be doing the same type of fertility system that he's doing. Yep. But what you want to do is you want to see. You want to see him maximize the number of healthy plants out there yep. in in, a, in an acre of silage that he's harvesting. Uh, you're going to harvest that corn silage a little different than a lot of others, you know. And but those are like you say, those are tweaks. Those are tweaks. they you're not you're not adding dollars there. Talking about talking about harvesting. You were you know we wanted to begin to talk a little bit about the value that comes to the farm. You know some of the value and, and guys are. Really understanding the benefits of components. I mean, you don't yeah. have to be a rocket science if you're out no, scientist if you're yeah, out there on the farm to today talk about that. Um, uh, talking about components. But one of the things that that you will recommend for the guys that are harvesting your corn is to go ahead and harvest that corn silage low. Yeah, take advantage of the sugars that are in the are in yeah. the bottom part of that plant. If you've planted that, if you haven't planted those really high populations in your in your in the di- diameter, you're, you have a you have more. A space between each corn plant in the field. It's yep. not as dense. Then you're able to, you're able to, um, um, and and go out there harvest that low. You have a bigger stalk. You have a denser stalk. You have a lot more sugar. You ferment quicker. Yep. Out there in the in in the in the trench, the bag, the silo, whatever whatever that situation is. But one of the things that I've found as a nutritionist, and certainly not the only way to help build components. But with all of the commodities that are used, with all of the harvesting practices that we've used, we've got down to where we are, we are harvesting, where we're, our our uh, screens are pretty tight, yep. you know. Our length of chop is we're, we're pretty fine right. on even corn silage. Yep. you know our haylage length of chop is fine. Then we're using a lot of we're using a lot of other components. So I say that to say this, I say it's certainly not the only way you can build components, but effective fiber effective and room fiber. and scratch is a good way to begin to to to, to help build some of those components. I, and
0: I and I agree, you know, and you know we 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 go it's it's interesting you know and and i'm not saying straw is bad in a diet don't don't get me wrong you know I, there are guys who need who need some some straw in their diets but and i'm not saying that the bottom part of the plant is like straw but why would i want to buy that straw when i can get to to give me effective fiber when i can get good effective fiber in the bottom part of that plant
1: because most guys to get fermentation you know we talked through this yeah. but we didn't explain why because most guys to get fermentation are grinding that silage pretty tight, right? yeah. or, or it's pretty yeah. fine. It looks a little more like sand than it does yeah. than it does particle length, and so because of that, they're they're trying to get additional pack. They're trying to get they're trying to get silage fermented so that there's not as much loss during fermentation. Um, they're they're doing that, and then they got to come in with something like straw. They get a little more sub- substance in that diet, mm-hmm. a little more substantiation. Yeah, keep it in there a little longer. With with your with what you're asking people to do with that healthy corn plant, you've got more density, you've got more a different type of a different type of composition of cellulose, even hemicellulose mm-hmm. within that stalk, and you've got a little less lignin in that in that stalk. Yeah. And so the material that you bring is going to ferment quickly. Right. A lot of a lot of six carbon sugars in there that are going to aid in that fermentation process, get it fermented quickly, even. Even when you've got a good length particle, a good length particle chop, yes. you know, I see a lot of guys that are very successfully over an inch, you right. know, um, right. with with their particle length, and 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 we we would nearly always recommend it, yes. because we have the kind of corn that you can get that done with. We're going to ferment very quickly because of the amount of sugar that's in that plant. Harvesting it planting it, growing it the way that we'd like to see it done to be able to accomplish that goal. Exactly. And so you don't have that. You don't have that requirement, and you're going to get a little more scratch, a little more effective fiber, increase those components, and take yep. advantage of everything that's out there in the field.
0: Be Have a little bit better feed efficiency. hmm and uh, you know where there where that that's not passing through, and and you're going to be that. You know, in a in a day and age where the where the milk market is is flooded like it is. You know, I mean, uh, was uh, in talking to uh, one of our uh, one of our uh, associates in in New York, and you know they said, look, if you if you were Mark, if you were to come build a dairy in New York today, there would be nowhere no for your milk. And um, you know, and so you know, in a day and age when when that is that case, but we're seeing a lot of, we're seeing components, you know, being paid for. People are wanting components, you know, Uh, you know, butter shortage in, in, in France. And, you know, I mean, just, you, you know, we, we, components are, are, are what's, are what's keeping the farm going right now. And uh, and you know nutri- I know that you know as many nutritionists I talk to, they're looking at okay, what do we need to do to, to get more components and 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 you know farmers need to be thinking about that it, and your an effective fiber is is, is, is is one of the ways that, that we can that we can really think about doing that and, and and good digestible fiber an effective fiber that's not just gonna blow through the blow through the room and and, um, and and hang in there. And so yeah, you know, Guys need to be looking at, at these kinds of things and 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 building building for those components to keep to keep things going on the farm that the way
1: that they are. Another thing that's going to kind of help components, in in, in my opinion, yeah, is that is that we do not you you are not going to recommend to your farmers. To harvest that corn silage as wet as a lot of companies are recommending, you know they 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 don't have the starch digestibility in their grain. Their, their texture of their grain is not as soft as your as yours would be. Yeah. And so they've got to harvest wetter to try to achieve more of the of the energy yeah. out of that grain. Yeah. That if they let it go longer, it, it gets it, it gets more impossible to get the energy out of that grain. Right. So you would like to see your guys go let that corn. Mature a little longer, therefore you develop a little more starch in the in yeah. in that ton of silage, more energy in yeah. that ton of silage, and you're not as concerned about it being degradable as as other companies would be. So you've you've allowed that to happen. By doing so, you cut back on the soluble protein that's in that ton of feed, and 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 by doing that, we can begin to build. On that protein value that's in, that that we're that we're uh, reaping from our components as well. So it's not just uh, an effective fiber thing, building fat, to, building our butter fat, fat. but it's also so, something that's helping to contribute to staying in the room and longer you know, breaking more, breaking down more efficiently per hour, you know, your KD, your Mm -hmm. KP rates increasing and therefore helping with the, uh, with the, with the milk protein, with the milk proteins for
0: sure. And, and being able, you know, I mean, those, those are like say milk, milk, protein, milk fat are the things that are, that are, are, are allowing the dairies to stay, um, you know, to stay profitable at Mm -hmm. the moment.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Good deal. All right, Lynn. Hey, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for listening in. And uh, as always, you can find us at YouTube, on Facebook, and seedcorn.com. Thanks, guys, for listening.